Hello everyone, you're welcome to another edition of the Musings of the Mind and FM podcast. My name is Paul, your regular host on the show. So, there's a lot to talk about today and I'll just get right to it. So, the last um, two games prior to yesterday's fixture with Tottenham Hotspur, um, I didn't do any podcasts. Life happens as usual, as you guys know, and so I couldn't make any podcast. There was just no time for that, so but I have a bit of time at this point in time, so I decided to make a podcast now. So I will give my thoughts briefly on the game with Omonia Nicosia and the game with uh, Newcastle over the weekend, uh, but I will focus first on the big one, which is last night's victory over. Tottenham Hotspur uh, at Old Trafford, we defeated Spurs by two goals to zero, with goals coming from Fred and Bruno Fernandes. Great result for Manchester United, and um, it was an important game to win because our game in hand we had over City and Arsenal basically was um, is gone now because that fixture was suspended, and um, we're all. I think we, all of us right now have played 10 games and so it was important for us to win that game and to make sure that we are not too far away from the league leaders Arsenal and also be close to the top four. Uh, we play Chelsea next to our fourth on the table. That's going to be another big game. Are we going to be able to beat Chelsea? Well, that's a discussion I will have maybe later on in the show if I'm not taking too much of your time. So, um, I was very happy with the performance yesterday. Um, I also am going to talk about the Ronaldo incident. That's making the rounds. It's big news, actually. And it has, um, act to a very large extent, dampened the result of yesterday. We are not talking about how good we were yesterday. Um, um, everything has been solved by Ronaldo's behavior. I will make my case or give, also air my views about Ronaldo's behavior after the game or well after I give my thoughts on the game anyway so as regards the performance um, I was surprised sports were quite um, timid yesterday and I think that comes from Antonio Conte normally sports are much more attacking um, against other teams um, even against Arsenal in the London Derby, uh, not London Derby, they are more attacking, more adventurous, but against Man United, um, they seem content to defend and, you know, uh, I I was thinking when I looked at the lineups that maybe the sports midfield of Hoybeer, Bentaker, uh, Bissouma would give our ministry the run for the money, considering that Fred and Bruno are not known to hold position or keep position very well and pass the ball accurately but I was a bit surprised that the uh, were more defensive minded and Spurs, I mean Fred and Bruno and Casemiro had uh, lots of possession and had a field day yesterday from beginning for, for almost 18 minutes um, we were on top in that game you know so it's quite um, surprising the approach um, sports came with Old Trafford and I'm happy they did because they would have seen that United find it difficult to break down low blocks and 
they would have watched the game at Newcastle. How Newcastle frustrated Man United, um, and they said, "Okay, let's frustrate these guys and see how can hit them on a break." Because I'm pretty certain if Spurs had scored first yesterday, um, the problem would have at least left with a point, if not outrightly defeat Manchester United. So I'm quite surprised um, at. Um, United's performance, um, it was a very good one. I'm also surprised also at Spurs' performance. Yes, they, they lacked adventure, they lacked courage, you know, they were more content in uh, frustrating, choking the midfield and trying to hit us on the brick. And there were a few times they tried to, but because we had, we didn't have the likes of Maguire and Lidl of slow-paced players who could would struggle with the pace of Son or Kane, um, we had Varane and Lin, uh, Martinez instead. It was easy to mop up any loose balls um, Spurs tried to use to counter-attack United. So, um, pretty happy with the performance um, overall. Good performance. The, the truth of the matter is, we will not see Man United play this way all the time. I think the thing about Man United this season is that Ten Hag is able to get the players fired up for the big games, especially at Old Trafford. Um, I guess Liverpool, I guess Arsenal, and now against Spurs. So I'm quite happy. Uh, whether this will be the same, I guess Chelsea um, at Stafford Bridge on Saturday is another kettle of fish. But let's see what happens. Um, so. Um, Overall, I'm quite happy with the, um, the performance and I would like to talk about the individual performances of each player. Um, as for Dijia, again, he was outstanding in my opinion. He didn't have much to do, uh, but he made that big save from Harry Kane that led to the second goal by Bruno Fernandes, which just shows how important um, Dijia is to this club. And all those people with an agenda to get uh, David Dijia out of this club, I just think they should just dead their agenda, especially if he gets a contract. Um, I think the reports from Ten Hag suggest that players who have one year under contracts, a decision will be made um, about them over the winter. Definitely, players like David Dijia should be given a contract extension. I don't think Fred should be given a contract extension, but this is Man United, and most of these players are already playing to get contract extensions. DJ has always had a very high standard and his only critique for me or the critique people had for DJ was his ball distribution abilities and him sweeping um, properly and um, coming out to claim crosses. I think this season under Ten Hag, he has been able to at least um, show that he can learn and adapt he's a good sweeper now um, and he also his distribution has been quite good um, in recent weeks so let's see how this continues if this continues then i have no problems with dj extending his contract besides he's just 31 years old he's a goalkeeper he has he can be a goalkeeper till he's 40. so i don't see what the problem is so um, i'll be very happy for dj to extend his contract I won't be pleased if someone like Fred, for instance, has his contract extended because um, Fred 
we all know Fred's limitations, his passing. I don't know why Amy Frida can't pass accurately, um, you know. So, uh, if Fred gets an extension, I won't be happy because he has not improved on his passing since he came to this club and he's been around for five years. As a midfielder, his primary um, job is to distribute the ball and pass the ball, unlike a goalkeeper, whose job of passing has become um, part of their job in recent years. Maybe due to the influence of Pep and some other Spanish football in general, you know, take taka passing out from the back and all that. So, but for midfielders, it's inexcusable. Poor passing, poor giving the ball away, and and some very very, you know. Anyway, I don't even want to dwell on that. So players like Fred and players, other players who are. Someone like Dalot now. Dalot is doing very well. He's also out of contract in the summer. So I would be very happy for Dalot to uh, extend his contract. Or if the club offers Dalot an extension, I'll be very happy if that happens. Uh, but we also need someone to challenge Dalot for his position. Dalot is probably doing well because. Um, his contract is uh, is running out of contract, but if there was competition, or he didn't have um, this contract uh, expiring soon, would he raise his game to this level? That's we will never know that, but it's something that is quite plausible that he would have been complacent like others have been who got contract extensions. And I won't be surprised if many of these players who are pulling up trees now. All of a sudden, in the future, start um, giving us mediocre performances again, like we are used to. So, I think the solution to some of these things is competition, like we have seen in Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw, by the way, was outstanding yesterday. I was impressed with his performance, especially in the second half. His ball distribution, his ball control, his um, overlapping. Um, he didn't, again, I don't think he gave, he made too many crosses, but. Overall, I enjoyed Luke Shaw's performance. He and a lot. In fact, the whole defense line, they were solid very yesterday. They were very solid. And our Lord, Varane, Martinez, and Luke Shaw, they were outstanding yesterday. And because of they have been very good, that is why we have been keeping lots of clean sheets in recent times. And we've been uh, winning games and not losing, apart from the City defeat. Um, I don't think we lost any, and okay, well, Sociedad defeated us, but that was a rotation. We took it for granted that we might be able to get a positive result against Sociedad, but it didn't happen that way. <coughs> Excuse me. And so, apart from, but apart from those two games, and apart from the first two games of the season, we've been keeping clichés because of the Varane-Martinez combination in defense with that lot. And now, look sure, losing his place, has grabbed this opportunity and it will be very difficult for Malaysia to be back, get back his position except in Europa League games, in dead rubber games and maybe Carabao Cup games, you know. So these are the, these are the issues. So competition makes some players sit up. Players like Luxor, if Luxor, if a contract is offered to Luxor, I'll be very happy for him to extend because he has been very good and Competition is bringing the best out of Luke Shaw. 
and that is what is happening to the um, to players like Lindelof. Lindelof too has been very good in the few weeks he played while Varane was not seen an injury. Okay, so um, I'm happy that the Varane and Matlis competition is making players like Lindelof and Luxor to sit up. And I hope that will be extended also to Diogo Dalot when the time comes. Maybe in January we need to sign a right back because we cannot play Dalot all season at right back. Once he's injured, we're going to have a problem. So maybe we want we might be playing Lindelof right at the right back position, but Lindelof might be um, might be a liability if better wingers take him on because he's not a very fast defender in any case. So that is uh, an issue that Tenang needs to fix. In midfield, Casemiro was outstanding to yesterday. He was very good. His ball distribution, his tackling. He got a yellow card, which was um, ludicrous. It was terrible officiating. But overall, the referee did well. So I won't be too cross with the referee. But um, he was deceived by the sports player's reaction because Casemiro had it touched him. And the guy just screamed and fell on Casemiro and conned the referee and the referee fell for it and gave a yellow card but Casemiro's performance yesterday was outstanding was wonderful Fred ran a lot pressed a lot um, tackled a lot and his passing was quite good even though we could still clearly see the mistakes again but that is the baggage that comes with Fred you gotta expect him to give accurate passes um, all the time, but he did very well. He and Bruno they did very well, and they were both involved um, in the second goal. Fred scored the first goal, lucky deflection. The shot by Fred would be bread and butter for Loris if there was no deflection, you know, because that shot was a weak shot. And Loris was outstanding yesterday for Spurs. He stopped, thwarted Rashford, who I have to say, most of the finishing was terrible. Um, it was poor from Rashford yesterday's performance, but in terms of his finishing, that is not his overall performance. But going back to Bruno and Fred, um, I think they did very well. Uh, Bruno created nine chances based on the stats, and his accuracy passing was 93%. If you can see this from Bruno time and time again, then then we can say that Bruno is back, we will be very happy. But we know that this one year, one year is a lot of time for you to lose form and be mediocre for one year. So I won't be carried away until we have maybe a month or two months of Bruno playing very well. And unfortunately, the World Cup is coming um, in three weeks time, I believe. So, well, not in three weeks time, maybe people will be leaving for the World Cup in three weeks time. So. Um, it's so frustrating, but um, back to the game at Ultraford, I was very happy with Bruno and Fred's performance yesterday. I think they did very well, um, especially in terms of their pressing and uh, you know finishing. Um, to the wingers, I was quite. Uh, I think Anthony did better than he did against Newcastle. A lot of good uh, moves, um, dribbles, and uh, um, running at the defenders. He was quite good uh, yesterday. Again, he's always very quick to cut in and shoot, and uh, it has not happened for him in the last two games. Um, 
but yesterday was a much better performance from Anthony. Uh, I think he's our record signing, if I'm not mistaken. So I think he did very well, uh, better than what he did against Newcastle. He had a shot that hit the post, and uh, he had a few shots that were blocked, and made some good moves too. Um, he was involved in I think in the uh, first goal. I was quite involved. I think he started the move for the first goal or the second goal. I can't recall now. Um, so, Anthony had a very good game yesterday. Much better than Newcastle. Not, he hasn't had the world D, but he has done very well. So, I was happy. Sancho was the poorest player on the pitch. And I'm surprised he spent that long uh, on the pitch. I would have expected Ten Hag to have removed Sancho at some point. Especially at the 70th minute and brought in Ronaldo and put Rashford on the wings where he could have been much more deadly um, cutting him from the right or from the left rather but he opted to keep Ronaldo on the bench and, uh, and, and Rashford was wasting chance after chance after chance Rashford had I think three good attempts on goal that were thwarted, thwarted by Hugo Lloris and because of he he's not finding the corners is shooting a bit central, making Loris make those saves easily. And the second one, he shot in the second half, whereby he caught in and shot with his left foot. Um, I would say he was unlucky. If the ball was a bit higher up, it would have gone into the net. But Loris luckily had a stretch arm and blocked the shot. So I could give him the second one because it was his weaker foot. But the ones with the right, whereby he was able to cut in and have he he clear sight of goal just curl the ball not go for power he went for power and shot straight at Loris that is poor finishing and that shows you somebody who is either desperate or is lacking confidence in his shooting ability so it's something Rashford has to build on he needs to build up that confidence and try and curl the keeper call the shot instead of hitting um, straight shot and hoping that keeper will fumble into the net. You know, these are the issues. So, Rashford wasted too many chances. And if we didn't get the lucky break through Fred, because let's let's be frank, the goal by Fred was a lucky break for Man United. It was a deflection, a wicked deflection that kept Loris rooted on the spot. If we didn't have that deflection, the game could have gone on and on and on, and we might have been frustrated. And imagine, <coughs> excuse me, imagine if Skin had equalized. All that work would have been undone. You know, if Skin had equalized, we definitely were not scoring that second goal because it was the, the save that led to the break that led us to score the second goal. So these are the issues. I expected Ronaldo to be in that game. I don't know why. I don't know what's going on between Ronaldo and Eric Ten Hag, um, but. It obviously didn't, wasn't a good sight to see Ronaldo walking off the stadium before um, the game ended. And the reports we are hearing that he didn't even end up in the dressing room. He went straight and left the stadium. So he may be walking out on the club, we don't know. He may be petulant, we don't. He's been petulant, obviously. Um, he expected to play that game. So I would have loved Ronaldo to play that game. Yes, Ronaldo has his supporters, he has his fans. Ronaldo is an icon at this club, he's a legend. And I think the situation is being badly managed. And I think it will deteriorate even further. And 
there will be serious problems within the squad. It will begin to affect the harmony of the squad. Okay, we may be seeing another Aubameyang situation at Man United. You know, so I think Eric Hag should dial the tensions. Those in authority should try and dial to try and solve this issue, and they need to explain clearly what Ronaldo's rules are at the club so that he can lessen his expectations and maybe allow him to go in January and stop the circus. I wouldn't mind if Ronaldo is sold and we get another striker, a good striker. Victor Osimhen, for instance. If we have Victor Osimhen, he's also a speed merchant like Rashford or Marshall. So he's a player who can bang in the goals if chances are created for him. But our problem is with Man United, when we play poorly, we don't create chances for our strikers. So Simen would just end up like Ronaldo, scoring one goal in four, five games. You know? So these are the issues. I think Ronaldo should be treated with more respect. And when players are obviously not doing well, you bring in players like Ronaldo. Why didn't Ronaldo why wasn't Ronaldo brought on? I think it's a power play, like my goal bridge said. It's a power play between Eric Tenghang and Ronaldo. Eric has been is trying to show and assert his authority on the team by leaving out Ronaldo. Rashford was throwing away chances, chances that you know that if all fell to Ronaldo, Ronaldo probably converts about two of them, at least two of them. And people might say, uh, but Ronaldo will not make the runs. I don't know if you guys were watching Rashford yesterday. Many opportunities for when many opportunities for our fullbacks or guys to cross the ball, Rashford was not making the runs into the center, into the box. He was outside. I remember a one-two he was doing with Sancho. And instead of him to try and go into the box to try and receive a cross or something, he just stayed out there. What were you waiting for? Rashford is still playing like a winger, even though he's a striker. He sometimes forgets his position as a striker. So he begins to um, wander outside the box. But I'm sure if Ronaldo was doing a 1-2 with any winger, you will see him busting into the box, waiting for a cross from a fullback or something. So there were many times um, Ronaldo would make the runs, but our fullbacks or wingers are not in sync with Ronaldo. There were a lot of crosses into the boxes, but there was nobody at, on the end of them, and that is because Ronaldo was um, or Rashford was not doing his job. So the chances that were created for me, yes, he got lots of chances, but he was wasting them. If Ronaldo got those chances, Ronaldo would bury those at least two of those chances. I'm very certain about that. So. Um, we need to fix up. Eric Ten Hag needs to fix up and resolve this Ronaldo crisis once and for all. It's not good optics um, seeing Ronaldo walk off like that. And it dampened the morale and it's stolen the limelight from the performance of yesterday. Eric Ten Hag needs to fix this Ronaldo issue. And by the way, Ronaldo was wrong in doing that. He also disrespected the club. No matter who you are, you are not bigger than Manchester United. Ronaldo ought to have sat on the bench and um, sulked till the game was over and walk off. It is wrong for you to walk off the pitch while your players, uh, your fellow teammates are on the bench and the coaching crew on the bench watching the game. Because he's not the only one that was benched. How many substitutions did we make? We brought McTominay, Elanga, and who else did we bring on? 
um i can't recall who else we brought on um but we brought on mctomini for cast i think we, for mctomini for anthony we brought alanga for sancho um who do we remove for casemiro i think we removed casemiro as well yesterday so i can't recall who we okay ericsson i think we brought on ericsson okay so there were many good players on the bench who although admittedly they are younger players but you know there are also players on the bench who would have loved to play you know so we need to get this issue resolved once and for all. i'm sick of it really um then concerning our performance against Newcastle, I'll just briefly talk about it. Well, I guess we deserve what we got against Newcastle. Um, we were poor overall. We dominated possession, yes. We were better in the second half, yes. But Newcastle were much better in the first half and created better chances in the first half. And we failed to. Um, we had we only had one attempt on goal in the first half that was on target. The rest were wayward. That and. Newcastle had more attempts um, than us we did in the first half. In the second half, um, Newcastle hardly attacked. I think there was only one chance by Callum Wilson, a cross shot that um, didn't threaten our. Well, that was a bit dangerous, I, I must admit, but didn't really threaten our defense. But overall, we were dominant against Newcastle in the second half, but we were not creating enough chances. I removed Ronaldo. Ronaldo was the only person that they removed. They brought on Rashford and Rashford missed a chance that Ronaldo would convert. I don't see why Sancho played all that 19 minutes and he was doing nothing. Rashford could have come in for Sancho. So these are the issues. There's something wrong and I think there's a bias by Ten Hag over Ronaldo. There's an issue between Ten Hag and Ronaldo and we will not know until one of them leaves the club then the truth will start coming out. Now some things are kept under wraps, things are kept in-house and we are seeing the symptoms. We will never see the root of the problems until probably Ronaldo leaves the club. So, these are the issues. Ronaldo has been disrespected and he too has disrespected the club as well. But, sorry for taking you back to the Ronaldo incident, but I was actually talking about the Newcastle game and I feel that at against Newcastle, we were very poor and it showed in the result it ended goalless um and it it was what happened against um, omonia who were struggling to score goals and i think this team is still struggling to score goals because against newcastle we had tons of chances to kill up the game but we didn't you know but we have a good defense and that is what has kept us afloat against omonia we scored virtually the last kick of the game against omonia you know um, in the 93rd minute, we scored uh, through McTominay. You know, that was a game we ought to have been. Uh, that was a game we were expected to win easily, and we struggled and struggled, but we managed to get over the line and keep the pressure on Real Sociedad. Hopefully, we'll be able to defeat them next week and top the table because I don't want, I don't fancy us meeting the likes of Atletico Madrid or Barcelona in the Europa League. It's not what I want, really. It's, I, I think we should just try and win the group and scale through the next round uh, without having to play somebody in the Champions League. I don't think it's what we need at this point in time. So, I'm happy we won that game, but again, I guess Omonia, uh, Omonia threatened us on the break. 
had a few good chances, um, but we did very well overall in that game. Just that we couldn't take our chances that we had, and we did create enough chances. But the few we had, we managed to convert. So we were lucky against Omonia, but we're not lucky against Newcastle because Rashford was the one um, at the end of the chance we had at the nine seconds of the game. So these are the issues. Um, looking forward to the Chelsea game, will my United capture it again against? Chelsea, like we've done um, at Brentford and against Manchester City. Um, Chelsea drew with um, Brentford goalless um, yesterday, so um, that game is going to be a big one um, for Chelsea as it's a big game for us. You know, when we drew with Newcastle, it was a big game for us. We had to win against Spurs, and so Chelsea are in the same situation with us. They play goalers with Brentford and so have to win against Man United to nullify that uh, that point dropped or the points dropped at Brentford. So uh, in recent times we've been very good uh, at Stamford Bridge. We've not been beaten there. We've been getting uh, a lot of draws, a few wins on that early, um, but lots of draws in this day and time or uh, in recent times. So. I expect us to, with that defense of Varane, Martinez, Shaw, and Dalot, and Dijia, um, I feel that we can get at least a point uh, against Chelsea. And if we sort out our internal issues, we'll probably get a win. So if we can score, if we can score first, I'm sure we would defeat Chelsea. Um, but you know, it's always a difficult game against Chelsea and. We were a bit confident when we took command city and uh, we we capitulated, you know. So you never can tell what will happen against another big team away from home. But we've played virtually all the members of the big six in our last ten games or this is this will be our eleventh game. Um so the Chelsea game that is will be our eleventh Premier League game. So in these eleven games we've taken on all the big boys, Arsenal. Liverpool, Manchester City, yesterday's pros, and now we'll be taking on Chelsea. So, if we take on Chelsea, you would expect that we should be able to win some of the middle table teams and bottom half teams. But you know, we often struggle with this type of teams like we did, or like we should against Newcastle and against Brighton. So, I won't be surprised if we defeat Chelsea. And we're not struggle to defeat some other uh, smaller team because of the play with low blocks. So that's my take on the issue. I'm happy with the result of yesterday. Um, I was disappointed against Newcastle, but I'm very happy we won yesterday. I'm also disappointed about the Ronaldo saga. Hopefully, it will be resolved and tensions will be calmed, and apologies will be made, and things will be sorted, and Ronaldo's role in the in the squad will be clearly defined so that his expectations are lowered but you know the kind of player he is he's someone who wants to always play and somebody who is the winner so um i feel that um, the club should just let him go if ten Hag is going to keep on putting him on the bench um they should just let him go and 
and we get another striker in his place. I think that's the ultimate solution for Ronaldo, and this should be done as soon as possible. I don't want us to have this issue over the summer, over the season, having to discuss the Ronaldo incident over and over again. Petrolance, mourning, disrespect here and there, it's just not necessary. And it's a distraction that could affect the squad in general. So that's my take on yesterday's game. I'm very happy. Thank you all for listening. If you've listened all to all this point, I'm very happy. I hope you my United fans are happy as well. And so I'll see you guys hopefully over the weekend with my thoughts on the performance against Chelsea. Hopefully it will be a victory for Manchester United. So thank you. Do have a great week and bye for now. <laughs>